Welcome to the Good Dog Pod. Every Wednesday, we discuss all things dogs, from health and veterinary care to training and behavior science. Follow us and join Good Dog's mission to build a better world for our dogs and the people who love them. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Good Dog Pod. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I'm Nicole, your breeder community lead here at Good Dog, and I am so excited to be joined today by Eve Tetzlaff an amazing member of our Good Breeder community, and Dr. Judy Stella, who is the head of health standards and research at Good Dog. Today, we'll be talking about the importance of health testing in a breeding program, how to get started, and a new tool that Good Dog just introduced to really help highlight all of the health testing work that our breeders do. For any listeners that are new here, I just wanted to say welcome. Thank you so much for joining us and tuning in. We're so happy to have you here. Good Dog is on a mission to build a better world for our dogs and the people who love them by advocating for dog breeders, educating the public, and promoting canine health and responsible dog ownership. We're a secure and free online community created just for dog breeders, and we're committed to empowering dog breeders with technology. If you aren't yet a member of our community, we invite you to learn more about our mission and apply to join at gooddog.com join, which you can also find in our show notes. So to kick things off, I will pass things over to you, Eve, to briefly introduce yourself, your breeding program, your breed. You know, I'm a huge fan of your program, your Instagram, everything that you share. For any of our listeners, she has the best puppy content I have ever seen, the best photos, but I will pass it off to you to introduce yourself. Thank you, Nicole. Well, so I'm Eve Tetzloff of Dyberry Creek Farm, Entley Bukers. And Entley Bukers are the smallest of the Swiss mountain dog breeds. So there are four Swiss mountain dog breeds. Most people have seen the Bernese or maybe the Greater Swiss. There are two others, and the Entley Bukers are the smallest of them. And we have a boutique preservation breeding program for Entley Bukers in the Poconos in Pennsylvania. And yes, I do have a very small obsession with taking photographs of my dogs and puppies. So if you like to see beautiful tricolored puppies looking cute, it's more to do with the puppies than with my <laughs> photography skills. Pretty much impossible to take a bad photograph of an Entley Booker puppy. So Dieberry Creek Farm. <laughs> you will not regret following that Instagram account. It is amazing. It makes me want to live there and just maybe even be an Entley Booker puppy myself. I don't know. You just make it look so great. And Your puppies are absolutely adorable, but I think even more important than how they look, it's how healthy they are and all of the incredible health testing that I know that you do in your program. So I'd love for you to start off by telling our listeners how you incorporate health testing into your program and why is it so important to you? Sure. So health testing is one pillar of a responsible breeding program. And for us specifically as preservation breeders, What we try to do is to improve and strengthen a breed by having healthy dogs who have great temperaments, great genetic diversity, et cetera. And so there are many things that we look at, and one of them is the health testing. So for Entley Bukers, there are several tests that are required to achieve what's called CHIC certification, the Canine Health Identification Program that is run by the OFA. And those are the tests that we do. So that is a suite of tests for eyes and joints. It's a specialist eye exam called the CAER, and it is also a set of hip, elbow, and patella x-rays. And 
In addition, there's a blood test for something called PRA, progressive retinal atrophy, which is something that occurs in a number of breeds. And well, it used to occur in a number of breeds. It's one of the great things about health testing is that now that we have a test for that, it no longer occurs in our breed. And it allows us to keep individual dogs who are healthy carriers of PRA in a breeding program for genetic diversity and all the great things that an individual can contribute without ever producing a puppy who has progressive retinal atrophy. So that right there is a great example of the win around health testing. Yeah. And I think you just touched on a really cool point that you actually made me realize is something that I don't think about in my day to day, but it's so true that health testing is more than just the test. It really is created to hopefully have healthier dogs in the future. And like you just said, you can really see the impact of health testing if everyone's doing it and doing responsible breeding with all the testing that's required for your breed specific needs. So it is really cool to think about that these tests do contribute to this larger purpose of eventually having healthier dogs. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's the goal, right? It's not the test in and of itself. And breeding is so much a whole series of judgment calls and ways of being careful and choiceful about the dogs that you match. And health tests are an incredibly important part of that. And I know we'll talk about this more too, but I think also transparency around health testing is a really important thing within a breed community and in the relationship between breeders and those who adopt the puppies so that you know the things that potentially run in a particular breed or in a particular line and you are informed about the choices that your breeder is making in order to keep a breed healthy and to produce healthy dogs. Yeah, and that actually brings me right into my next question. Every breed really has their own history, which is pretty incredible in and of itself. And I'm just curious, when you decided to begin breeding, what were some of the steps that you took to learn about the health history of the Entley Booker breed? And how did you know where to begin with testing? So Entley Bookers are a rare breed. They're certainly a rare breed in North America, and they are even a rare breed in their homeland of Switzerland. So one of the things in deciding to become a breeder, which I did because I wanted specifically to help strengthen and preserve this breed because I had an Edley Booker and I fell in love with him and decided that I needed to do something to support the breed. So one of the things that we really need to do in this breeding community is pay attention to the genetic diversity in the breed. And then the other thing is to use the health tests that are available. So in terms of the health history of Entley Bookers, Entley Bookers are actually a pretty healthy dog overall, thank goodness. They're not a particularly overbred dog, which is helpful. They're still very close to their original purpose of herding and they're vigorous, healthy dogs, but they are prone to some joint issues which is common in very athletic dogs. And they have had historically some issues with PRA. I mentioned that. So that's where as a breeder, I mean, frankly, the focus for health testing in the breed is right there on making sure that you continue to have dogs who have healthy joints and that you continue to have dogs with healthy eyes. So with PRA testing, as I mentioned before, there's no reason any Entley Booker should ever have PRA ever again. And then there is the CAER eye testing, which allows us to screen for cataracts and make sure that we aren't producing lines of dogs who have cataracts. 
And because there is a potential linkage between the more severe forms of cataracts and glaucoma, which is something that we really want to prevent slash eradicate in the breed. There are many more health tests that we will need. The ones that we have are in a way just the tip of the iceberg. We don't have definitive health tests for some of the other things that we'd like to be able to eradicate in the breed. Glaucoma is one. EUS, a urinary syndrome, is another. And I will just say that as a dog community and specifically as a breed club, and we are working hard to try to support the development of more of those kinds of health tests, just as happened with PRA, although these are potentially a little bit more complex to crack, that's the goal is to lean into some of the conditions and try to make sure that we have the tests and the screening and that people do it and are transparent about it so that we can continue to strengthen the breed. Yeah. When you were learning about getting into dog breeding and you just mentioned all of these tests that are a lot to absorb and understand what they do, what they're testing for, do you remember what it was like taking your breeding dogs to get that first test? Was it like an anxiety inducing moment? Was it exciting that you felt like you were really participating in something that would help the breed and further the breed? Oh, well, and I think I didn't answer your question either about how I found out about the health testing. And for me, it was pretty simple. I just went to our breed club, National and Luke Mountain Dog Association, and they have all the tests listed. So presto, there you go. <laughs> and so does the OFA, by the way. You can just look and see which tests are required for the chick certification for Entley Bookers. And so, yeah, you know, it's always daunting to get a health test done on your dog because you love your dog. Anytime you're looking at your sweet dog and getting a health test, you think, I hope everything's okay with you, my beloved, right? So of course, it's always daunting every time we do the eye exams annually, and I'm always sweating it. Well, you sit out in the car these days, I'm always sweating it sitting out in the car waiting to make sure that my dog's eyes are clear. But wouldn't you rather know? I'd rather know. And I'm certainly not going to breed dogs who aren't healthy. So there you go, got to do it, got to adult up. Yeah. And I'm glad you highlighted dog clubs and breed clubs in general as a really good resource because they are so amazing. I think no one knows the breed better than these clubs. So I think there's such amazing resources for the right tests to do, where to get them. Because sometimes that can even be a challenge to figure out if you're more rurally located, where I can get those tests. Hello, (laughs) rural Pennsylvania. Yeah, rural Pennsylvania. Uh So you understand the challenges of not being able to drive 30 minutes to your local vet's office. And there are really great resources like health clinics that Good Dog has sponsored in the past. And I know we also did. Since you mentioned the National Entley Booker Mountain Dog Association, Good Dogs Club Grant Program did a lot of work, I believe, with helping with blood tests for the yes, club. Yes, it was. It was for a blood draw for the genetic data bank for the OFA. And thank you. I remember that. I remember seeing the photos of the dogs lining up, getting ready for their tests. And it was really cool to see. So dog clubs, breed clubs are always a great resource if you ever have health testing questions and if you're just looking to get started to learn. And then on that same topic, do you have any advice for new breeders who are getting ready to build a program? And how do you think they should start thinking about health testing before they're even getting ready to breed? You know, health testing is actually fairly straightforward. You just find out what tests are available for your breed and recommended for your breed, and then just do them, just get them scheduled. It is not necessarily easy in some cases, especially right now with COVID or if you have a drive. I mean, for me, the ophthalmologist that I take my dogs to is two and a half hours each way, but I do it. And you just have to plan ahead, plan ahead, get the test done, do it well before you're planning to breed. 
And also, I think that if you're just getting into a breeding program fresh, then you'd also want to look at the health results of the dogs and the lines that you're bringing in to your program or starting your program with. But it's not really that hard. It's just there's a set of tests for each breed and you just do them and then publish them. That's it. Yeah, I love that you say it that way because it really is in essence, so easy. And it's true that it does require a little bit of effort to plan and to get there and to get the test done. But in essence, it really is something that's so simple, but has such a huge impact with the health of whatever breed you're breeding, whatever kind of dog breeder you are. So I'm glad you mentioned that. All right, everyone, you are listening to the Good Dog Pod. We'll be right back. Did you know breeders on Good Dog get $100 every year to spend on health testing and access to exclusive discounts from our partners, including Embark, Paw Print Genetics, and AKC Reunite? Click the link in the show notes to learn more about how you can access these special discounts and benefits today. Just speaking of the volume of testing that you've done in the past and just all the work that you've put into building such a strong program, what do you wish the public understood about breeders and health testing? Because I think that there's something to be said about people not really understanding everything that responsible dog breeders do and maybe thinking that these puppies just appear out of thin air. So what do you wish the public really understood about all that responsible dog breeders do in terms of testing? I think that's so interesting. And I think it's interesting too, in the context of our country where your two kind of main pathways for getting a dog are either a rescue or getting a purebred dog from a breeder. And of course, if you go and rescue a dog, you don't have the benefit of all of these health tests necessarily. And so one of the things that I think is good for people to understand about health testing is that just because a dog has a pedigree from AKC or is purebred doesn't equal the same thing as checking to make sure that the breeder has done all the health testing, is doing the right level of socialization, is making the right breeding choices. So sometimes I think people feel that if they got an AKC registration or the dog has a pedigree, that's all you need to check. And in fact, what is good is to see that someone is being a responsible breeder on a number of parameters. I think if someone does all the health testing that's required for their breed and is transparent about it, that's a really good sign. And the other thing that I think would be good for people to understand is that they too have a role in health testing for their breed. So as an example, in my program, we require that people who adopt puppies from us do the whole suite of health tests on their dog after the age of two, because we really want to know what are we producing in the program. And how are we doing in our goals of preserving the breed? So I think it's nice for people to see that they too can have a role in ensuring that the breed they love is healthy and do that by being in dialogue with the breeder, seeing that the breeder is transparent, but also making their own effort to carry on and then feed that information back to the breeder and the breeding program and the breed community. We appreciate that. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And I think it's also so interesting to think that we live in a day and age where we have so much at our fingertips, we can do our own research. And we're taught to do that for so many other things in our lives. If you're thinking of buying a house or a car or picking a school to go to, you research and you spend time before you make your decision. And it's so interesting to me that there's like a little bit of a lack of education, which is something at Good Dog that we're trying to change about 
the health of a dog that you're thinking of bringing into your life. So it is really cool to kind of motivate people that are coming to Good Dog to be a little bit like their own detectives and know what to ask for, understand what the testing is for the breed that they're looking at and just knowing what to ask. And also I think it gives a bigger appreciation for everything that breeders do. So it kind of all fits together really nicely. And that kind of brings me to some really cool product updates that we have at Good Dog that all contributes to this bigger idea of highlighting all that breeders do for their programs and then also empowering the public to ask the right questions. So we recently added a new feature called Good Dog's Health Toggle, and it allows breeders on our website to highlight their commitment to healthy dogs by sharing health test files and links directly on their profile. Sharing these health test files and links for your individual dogs with the health toggle really empowers breeders to not only customize their profile, but highlight what makes it so special and showcase everything that you're doing for your dogs. Everything that even I just discussed, it's a lot of work and you want to show it off because it matters to you. So by using Good Dog's health toggle to share this information on your profile, you're also helping to educate the public any potential puppy buyers that are coming across your profile. And like all of the breed-specific testing that we mentioned here, which is just for one breed, you're really helping shed light on a responsible breeding practice. So Dr. Stella, I know you had a big hand in helping develop this feature and all of Good Dog Standards just in general. So I'd love to pass things over to you to hear from you about Good Dog's, first of all, approach to health testing and transparency. Yeah, we do. We believe health testing is an integral factor in producing healthy puppies, as Eve has spoken to. At Good Dog, we have a three-tier system to denote health testing, whereby recommended tests are based on the conditions or diseases that have been identified in each breed. So we look at the breed club and the OFA chick certification testing, and we base a lot of it on that. We use this tiered system of recognition to differentiate between the breeding programs based on the health testing that their health testing practices. So programs that meet our entry level testing requirements for the breed are identified as good. And then the programs that include additional testing that exceed these minimum requirements are identified as great and excellent. And so we want to make sure that we are bringing on as many breeders as possible and helping them to do the best that they can for their dogs by adding more testing. So these breed specific health testing requirements and tiers, they're based on the prevalence and severity of known health conditions for each breed. So to establish the tiers, we did use the publicly available data and information, including things that are in health registries, databases like OFA, genetic testing companies, peer-reviewed scientific articles, and then guidance from our advisors, experts, veterinarians, academics, partners, breed clubs, the breeder community, We try to take information from everybody out there that has information on the breeds and then incorporate that. And then we developed this tiered program to provide transparency to potential buyers and then also as recognition for individual breeding programs, as well as to provide a roadmap and motivation for breeders to strive to produce the healthiest puppies that they can. So as part of our commitment to transparency, breeders now have this option to provide the health testing information, including the test results for each of their dogs on their good dog profile. And this new health toggle feature really allows breeders a convenient and transparent way to share links and files to that genetic testing and all of their registered results on OFA and with prospective puppy buyers. 
So by using the Good Dogs Health Toggle, as you said, can customize your profile and help us to educate the public, including all potential puppy buyers, about all this breed-specific health testing and responsible breeding practices. So we're really, really excited to have this new tool available for our community to add to that transparency around testing. Yeah, and I think it's also worth calling out some of the older tools that we have, like our Health Hub, which I know you've really worked hard to develop with Dr. Ritter and Dr. Delgado. I think that's also an incredible resource. Like you mentioned, we like to think of it as a roadmap to achieving excellence. So we want to also be there to provide the resources to help our breeders get to that place that they'd like to be. So we have incredible articles about really all of these tests and breaking down into very simple instructions, how to get them, how to access them, how to post your results. Find veterinarians and specialists to do the testing because it's not always easy to find them. Yeah. And explaining everything. Exactly. And I think that's also just something that's so great that Good Dog is able to offer our community, not only recognition for what they have achieved, but ways to help them achieve more and be even better. I think that's how we like to think about health just with dogs in general, that there have been so many great strides, but there is so much work to do that we can do together. And it's really exciting to start offering things like this health toggle to just take one step forward in doing so. So Eve, as a member of our community, as a good breeder, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the health toggle and how it's been useful to your program and how it can kind of help you connect with future families and educate them about what you do. Sure. Well, as I said before, I think one of the best things is just for people to recognize that there are health tests that are needed and required for the breed. So I think the work that Good Dog does to educate people about the health tests that are applicable to particular breeds is super. I appreciate being able to have a place to list the health tests that I've done on my dogs. And I like as well that it's not just self-reported because, for example, in mine, I link through to the public OFA database. So you can just you know, don't take my word for it. Go look. <laughs> it's there in the database and you can see all the tests that I've done on all my dogs. And I think, again, that's a way of building credibility with people who are interested in potentially getting a dog, people who are researching my breed so that they see the tests that are needed, the tests that are done. And it's already starting a relationship off on a good foot, I think, for people to see that I'm trying to be open and transparent about my dogs and about the program. And I hope it also gives you, I mean, this is just me saying it, a sense of pride. I mean, looking at your profile, seeing everything that you do and the sheer volume of tests, I hope it gives you a huge sense of pride for what you do. I love to motivate our breeders to brag about themselves and all the work they do. It makes me really excited whenever I see a profile like yours to know that there are people out there that are really pushing the boundaries on testing and making sure that they're doing everything possible. So I definitely think that's you. Well, thank you. I mean, I think, like I said, I feel like there are still so many more tests that I wish that we had. And so I'm glad. And I don't know if I'll go all the way to claiming to be proud to just do the health testing, because I feel like that's just such a fundamental piece of being a careful breeder. But I will be proud if we can start to really move the needle and get even more health data and health testing out there to help us continue to strengthen our breed and keep our dogs healthy, then I'll be very proud. And I feel like all of these steps in that direction around educating people, putting our information out there are taking us on that journey. 
And I appreciate that you guys are putting it out there. I do think it makes a difference to have the test results actually visible and verifiable because that's another level of information for people to help discern good breeding programs. So thank you for that. Well, thank you. Thank you both for joining us today. Thank you to all of our listeners for joining today's episode of the Good Dog Pod. We're so happy we could have you, Eve and Dr. Stella, join us and really help us understand the importance of health testing, all of the work that goes into a breeding program and what Good Dog is doing to really help educate the public. So thank you both for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Well, thank you to our listeners again for tuning in and joining us. And we will see you back here next week for our next episode.